So the first step to correct your status would be, I would create something called a non-taxpayer affidavit or even something called um, political status correction. Name, correct your name for the record. You, When your name was created on a birth certificate, they think they own this. So you have to learn how to create it in a private trust. The social security number is a trust. If you look it up, Social Security Trust Administration. It's a public administration. You have to learn how to create your private administration. So you can start with a church or even um, a tribe. You can correct your status with a tribe, a church. Um, it's called the Shahada with Muslims. I'm not sure what it's called with Jewish people, but they all undergo a status change. In the Christian community, it's called being baptized. So your baptismal certificate can be also correct your status, and you can use this um, to identify in the public. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. Peace and love. It's your boy, Don Kalam. I'm in the building in Orlando, Florida with the Gifted Guardians, with Jason Mabe, all the way from North Carolina, man. He drove down here. And we're going to bring you a spectacular podcast today talking about what we do, protecting generational dreams. That's right. We're here to talk about estate planning, how to protect your assets, and uh, how to protect your family assets. And Let's let Don tell us a little bit how he got started into all this. Well... No, I was homeless under a bridge starting off. And I wanted, I said, I, I'm a man. So I have to learn to walk by faith, not by sight. I led myself here. And since that belief, like, I, I declared this, I had like a sit down with myself. You know, we believe in the power of affirmations, the spoken word, um, abracadabra, we create what we speak. And, I started learning business credit. I started learning about personal credit, business finances. Um, I've already was led to certain information through the Moors and the, and the Hebrew Israelites and all these different groups, you know, some of the groups that you actually say you learn from. Oh, yeah. And I just never looked back ever since. Like, I, I already got myself out the, um, before I was homeless, I, I got myself out of the federal penitentiary with this information. Well, I understand that the name is a business and everything is a tax issue. Oh, yeah. I get it. So, what I mean, what what led you to Don Kalam? What led us together, man? <laughs> well, it's probably, what, a year and a half? Uh, maybe two years ago, you know, I saw some of your uh, videos and stuff online. So I started listening to a lot of stuff that you were saying and, and looking the information up. And, of course, uh, all of it lined up and was, was accurate. And I know a lot of it was structured around uh, structuring businesses. And, of course, I was already running a business, so I started looking into it and, you know, started to learn about, you know, how I never made my name a business and really structured things uh, properly to protect my assets. And, of course, I just started listening to some of your information and studying it. So understanding that you was already looking for something that led you to me, what was it that you was looking for? I was looking for financial freedom like most people are. You know, I, I had a business, but I really owned a job. I didn't, uh, I wasn't really running the business the way that I guess I, I thought that it should be. Cause it always seemed like no matter what you did, it was still a little bit of a struggle to stay on top. W- wasn't quite working paycheck to paycheck, but not much different. So I started looking at how the businesses were structured. And then I started to learn more about estate planning and how to structure your, uh, all your family affairs and stuff around the business and protect all your assets. And of course, that's what you were talking about. Um, one of the key words that people look up when they, when they searching for estate planning or us, I would say it's the secure party creditor keyword. That's oh, yeah. a keyword or sovereignty. Yes. Or the so-called sovereign citizen. I, we stay away from that word. We yeah. Stay away from the citizen word in the private sector. But to sum everything up, it's, it's it, that's what it is. It's the private sector. It is. I mean, you're just securing your assets and uh, you having control of them instead of uh, somebody else having control of them. You just don't realize that you're not structured that way. 
And, you know, that's what I started to learn is I just needed to structure everything around uh, business and uh, a way to protect your assets. And, I mean, everybody has the right to do that. And, of course, if you can save money on, on taxes and stuff that way, too, then, you know, there's ways that you can save money. A lot of the bigger businesses and stuff, they already know these things. All right. Now, I clearly remember when you came, you got the, it was called the Golden Ticket. Yeah. You got the golden ticket. We had the two day um webinar in Atlanta last year. So it's ironic that we're about to have an Atlanta webinar in November. Um and one of the guys that was Nolan, so shout out to Nolan, man. He's not with us today, but oh, yeah. shout out to Nolan. He'll be there November eleventh in Atlanta with uh Chief Amir. And what was the biggest thing you think you learned in Atlanta? I realized how much more I needed to learn. <laughs> I remember we created a trust. We did. And I didn't even really, I didn't really understand completely at the time. That was last year. But now yeah. you're operating under trust. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've, we've created an unincorporated association. Yeah. So you, you're learning how to create your own government as well. Oh, yeah. You're, you're learning the different jurisdictions about the government. Yeah. Tribes, tribal jurisdiction. Yeah. That's where we got chief and mayor. Oh, yeah private contracts, which uh, a, a, a key thing to take away, I believe everybody should take away, is that the government cannot interfere with a private contract. Oh, no, it's under the uh, Constitution. Article 1, Section 10. That's right. So that's what you're doing is creating private contracts and uh, controlling your assets that way. So like we was talking about, we helped out um, Keon today and uh, at the... In, the real estate office. Oh yeah, earlier right. today. Yeah, and doing we we got that tomorrow as well. But um, the key thing we showed him because I brought it to his attention quick because he said he was studying consumer law. Oh, and, you yeah. know that's a lot of work. So shout out to anybody that's putting in work and learning consumer law. But I said consumer law is just regular codes and statutes. Yeah, and you don't even need codes and statutes. So what law? Um, when we set up the uh, unincorporated association. What law was was implemented when we established that with the with Truist Bank? Oh, our governing law. Yes. What was the governing law? Uh, the governing law was the uh, universal law and uh, the Holy Bible and common law and common law. law. Yes. That's right. So no codes, no statutes. No codes, no statutes. That's the way that that business operates. I mean, which you know, most people should look at it and say, "Well, that's pretty honorable." So. Uh, yeah, you get to choose your jurisdiction, so why not choose God's jurisdiction? Right, that's right. Yeah, that's the best one to be under, I believe. So I, a lot of people don't realize that that's what they're doing sometimes whenever they form a, a trust. And then when it's just to protect their assets, their home and property, uh, the things that they've worked to acquire, not to go out and bother anybody else, but to protect the things they've worked for. Everybody has the right to do that. It's just you got to learn how to do that. And um, when you went and established the unincorporated association for the gift of guardians, what did the banker tell you about it? Is it it's not interest bearing, non interest bearing, uh, and no tax reporting. No tax reporting. That's right. No tax reporting. So someone's starting off that's just now learning with us. What's what's the first thing that you would tell them to do? Like same way with today. What what was the what's the advice you gave him today? Make his name a business. Make his name a business. The vet, that's the very first thing that you should do. And how do we go about that? Uh, well, they already gave you a name and number. It's the Social Security number. So go and open up a business bank account with that name and number. And then uh, now you've got uh, a bank account that shows that name is a business. But you're using a business bank account instead of a personal bank account. So, of course... Then you can uh, start to use some of your family expenses as a family business expense and write those things off. So that's the easiest thing for somebody to first start off and do. And then you can get it recognized with the state with a, a DBA or an assumed business name. That way you've got some recognition with it. And that creates some separation between you and that name and Social Security number. So that's a, a good first step. And then you can start to learn about how to... Um, do other business things and start to change your perception on the way that you, instead of everything being personal, everything is it's about business. business. Everything is business. Then you can start to learn about a trust and 
you know, L- LLCs and corporations and how to nonprofits. That's right. 508C1As. Yes. These are private ministry trusts. Yeah. And I mean, so my, my main thing is what I talked today. We, if you, if you go on the LLC route and there's, there's, there's different ways we have established different ways to operate either anonymously or with um, minimum taxes. Oh yeah. So the first way I taught people was because you, you were talking about the sole proprietorship. Yeah. I tell people make their name a limited liability company. Yeah. And have a holding company establish this limited liability company. And the holding company needs to be in one of the five charging order protection states, which the, the two main ones are Nevada and Delaware. Yeah. Then we got what? Alaska. Alaska, I think New Mexico, Wyoming. New Mexico is one you can remain anonymous. Yeah. But Alaska, yeah. And Wyoming. Wyoming for sure, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's benefits to uh, the laws and stuff in other states for your companies and stuff that you're going to set up. So, you know, there's going to be times that you need to structure it that way to protect your assets. Right. I mean, that's everybody's right to protect their assets, but everybody don't seem to understand a, a first step into doing it the main key i want to break down so with the holding company we make sure it's manager manage you can be the manager or i can even have you be the manager appoint me as a new manager and you can resign right away and we don't have to update anything with the secretary of state needs and these charging on the protection states oh yeah that's right and then the operating company say i'm in missouri you make your holding company the single member of the operating company yeah so you invoke those protections yep but these and protections is automatically implemented when you establish a 508c1a faith-based ministry trust yep or unincorporated association it's automatic yeah either one of those right yeah it just depends on which way you want to do it and this helps with court traffic tickets as long as there's not a victim it's not a real crime that's right i mean uh, it's it's commercial yeah everything is about money, commercial and stuff. I mean, they charge you in that financial term, charge. So, yeah, they want to charge you. That's they, it. They want to get a little bit of money. So, listen, so there's the, a lot of people talk about the, the name being spelt in all capitalized letters. Does this make a difference? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it shows that it's a, a business. It's in commerce. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, their, that's their rules, not ours, right? That, that's right. It looks like my name, but it's spelled different. So, yeah, I mean, it's not you. It's a name and a number. It's already a business. It's just you've been claiming everything personal instead of claiming everything to be a, a business. You just have to change your perception about the way that you look at it. Because, I mean, you know, I've got a, a company now, and I buy toilet paper for that company for my employees and stuff. If my family is my business, then can I buy toilet paper and use it as a business expense for my family, too? Yeah. The, how I started making the family a business was with the 508C, the 508C1A ministry trust. Yeah. I'm like, I pray. We pray over food. You know, that's my congregation. Oh, yeah. You know, so that's how I had looked at it. When you're supposed to have a personal relationship, that's going to start at home. So, and that where your ministry starts from home. Right. And and just like, um, like Russia, they have a prime minister. Yeah. Vatican is its own country. A lot of people got to realize this. So it's always been church versus state. Um, your state is its own country, considered its own country. Yeah. So that's when, and, and, and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because because when you understand the contract law, you understand the rights. You don't have a right when you're an adjective. When I'm saying that, whether you, when you want to claim you're white, you're black, you're a color, that's not a nationality. That's an adjective. You're no longer a noun any, anymore. Yeah. The micros- This is a black microphone. Black is the adjective. Micro- microphone is a noun. So black is an adjective. Yeah. That's just in the law's eyes. Yeah, a lot of it's kind of hid in plain sight whenever you start to understand it. Reading it then, you start to see more of what it means. And so this is this is the way we give up our rights. Now, with that being said, the name is a business. Being black is a business. Being a color is a business called color of law. Yeah. So this is how they can take rights away from me. Um, we got a class tomorrow, a webinar, a Bills of Credit webinar. Yeah. 
So you want to elaborate on that, on um, basically on what you've been teaching? Oh, yeah. Those those bills are uh, distribution checks from the uh, investment security, the application that you give to them. So, of course, what they do is they bundle those together and sell them, um, and they're sending you a dividend check. So and so to put this in another terms, so to speak, when you only a president can approve a bill, right or wrong, or pass a bill. That's right. So anytime you get a monthly bill that you think is a debt, it's really a check. Yeah, it's investment. It's the dividends and stuff off of the investment where they sold it on the market. And this is the importance of keeping the trust or an unincorporated association so you can deposit these. Yes, if it's not. If it's not structured right, then, of course, you can't utilize the benefits of it. So, yeah, you've got to have your businesses structured right and those bills coming in the right way in order to to really to do it the way that we're supposed to all know how to do it. Let's talk about that mortgage letter I seen. Let's talk about the two mortgage letters. Tell me about your mortgage letters, man. What was you doing? Oh, I was uh, filing the right taxes and stuff on it to uh, to to balance the books. Um and of course, then you get a, uh, a tax rebate on that or tax credits. Um, and then I was changing my mortgage. I, I put it over into my, my family trust. And, uh, so I was trying to update the, the monthly bill with the mortgage company. So I sent them the documents and stuff that they asked for, but then they came back and, uh, they really wanted me to show them more documents and stuff showing that I had an interest in the property. I seen it ask for your birth certificate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they knew that uh, the laws and stuff. I'd done everything, Mister Cooper. Right? Yeah, yeah. They never released a security interest in it with the original mortgage company, so yeah, I had to send them a letter to try to get them to release the security interest in it. And uh, you know, they got they got no record of me in their system at all. But wow! Yeah, but wow. yeah, it's still on the county record that they hold the security interest in it when they've sold the note. So they sold it. But they didn't, re- you know, release the security interest in it. So I hold all of the security interest in it, and then I did the quick claim deed to transfer the title over to the trust. And I mean, I did it all myself. I just read whenever I was trying to do it, right? And uh, not trying to do anything wrong. By the way, we're not licensed attorneys or tax experts. We no. do this for educational and informational purposes only. No, I mean, I can read definitions and words and stuff and, and start to learn. I mean, if if you want to uh, know more about banking, you know, make a banker your best friend. Right, that's right. If you want to know more about and what's your banker's What's your banker's name? You're one of the best friends? Oh, Amanda. Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Oh, yeah, she's great. She really is. I mean, she helped us with the Unincorporated Association. Yeah, everybody. And all your trusts, your family trusts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's helped me with a, a lot of those things. I mean, that's what they're, that's what they're for. That's what their job's for. So, I mean, you don't have to know everything before you go in there and start talking to them. And, um, and plus, you know, you end up making friends with people and stuff that's right there locally in your community and everything. And, and they might be doing some things that, uh, uh, that would help them and they see you doing it. And so it might help them as well. Absolutely. So, I mean, isn't that what just like your doing? sons, uh, Aiden and Jackson. Shout out to Aiden and Jackson. They they've been helping with the business. Their names are businesses. Oh yeah. There's he um it was uh Jackson. Yeah. They took zero out of all of his checks. He he wiped it out. There's no more taxes being taken out of his checks. No more no. Medicare, no more Social Security. No, we, we made his name a business, so now now he's going to be responsible for all of his own taxes. And of course he's got a business to, to do that with. And that's a good start for especially kids and stuff to, to start that way. So right. that, and he's 20. Yeah, he's 20, 20. So, I mean, it's like this. Uh, I told him, I said, you know, whether what I'm trying to learn is right or wrong. I said, if you, start to communicate with the, the IRS and stuff and, and have a business set They're up. your friend. I said, you're going to learn the right way. Right. Whether the way I'm telling you is right or not. Don't be scared to talk no. to the IRS. They actually help you. They're the actual tax experts out here. Yeah. That's their job to help us with this, to help us balance the United States national debt. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what the people at the uh, courthouses and stuff are there for. You know, this like a, a county recorder's office. Uh, you know, they have rules that they have to go by in order to record documents. That way, that way that you don't have a lot of wasted space with uh, paperwork that's, that's hard to understand. So it's not my rules, it's theirs. So that's the best person to learn from whenever you go file a document or something. If they don't file it, maybe you've got something wrong, ask them. And and then you can see what you need to do. So it's not like you're going to uh, just go in there and, and expect them to file some documents that they can't file. Then you're mad and you're creating controversy and they're really there to help you. So um, come on, let's go to back to November 11th, our event. What do you think people are, are going to learn from us all? From what they first of all, what, what do you think they you expect people to learn from you? I I try to get them, uh, you know, looking at things like from a, a a basic business perspective first, from from home, and, and once they can get that in their head, then they start to look at everything else more like businesses. Then you can get more structured with corporations, LLCs, trusts, estates, and all those things, but just to get people looking at their expenses like their business expenses, because it's really just the, the way that you see it. And I mean, that's what really matters is when you can see it, then you start to, to do something about it. That's and, right. and then you can kind of make your own path along the way, but, but you got to start somewhere. You got to take the first step. And I think that's making the name a business and just no one goes set a bank account up. That's what I tell people to do first. Make a name a business. And, you know, this can be good used for a lot of different aspects. And I'm not telling everybody what to utilize it for. It's whatever your firsthand knowledge and beliefs, really, on what you understand and comprehend. But um, I've since making my name a business, I made my name a uh, business in Missouri in 2018. I was able to get myself out of the federal penitentiary, <laughs> state cases, tickets, debt, child support, you name it. And this is all on a court record. Oh yeah. Uh, you've seen my, you've seen my docket sheets. You've seen me get out of child support. You see me. This is what I do. And I also make my children's name the business. A parent is a parent who rents. Child means property of a corporation. That's your son. Or that's your daughter. <clears throat> oh yeah. You're the father or you're the mother. Yeah. You know, all these other terms are commercial. Oh, yeah. All of it is commercial. All of it is business. So, I mean, everybody's got to quit taking things personally and then start to look at everything from a, a business perspective. And then, you know, you can uh, you can do it the right way. You know, whatever your family's interested in, you can you can do that because you're you're turning those activities and stuff into a business, a family business. The, the And. After over, there's more to it than just making your name a business. You have to understand there's the alter ego doctrine. Oh yeah, they've been enforcing that really uh lately since 2022. Um, so you have to understand how to utilize a holding company or the unincorporated association or the trust correctly. Yeah, you know when you think of Michael Jordan or Donald Trump, those are business names. Oh yeah, not only are they the personal names, they're business names. So I guarantee people look to sue them all the time so they're not even on a whole personal assets, especially with anything with their name on it. Oh, no, they're going to separate themselves from right. all those things because you don't want the, the liability. you know. So, of course, you want to put it in some type of business structure. I mean, that's what everybody does. If you talk to somebody that does uh, real estate, you know, a lot of people would tell you to for every property that you buy to have a different LLC. Right. Hold on. That's Clint. That's the Clint Coons way. Shout out to Clint yeah. Coons. Yeah. But I mean, that's where I learned charging order protection. He does business in real estate. He's a business and real estate lawyer. So, but, you know, by the time you get to that point, if you start with uh, making your name a business and taking care of all your things at home, then those things start to make a lot more sense and it's easier to understand. So then, then you know which avenue you want to go with it. You know, then you can know, well, well, I want a, uh, a LLC or, you know, you may not be investing in something that, uh, things that aren't real expensive. So, you know, it may not matter as much. Right. Depending on how you want it structured. Those questions are a lot easier to ask whenever somebody has some foundational principles with it. And if, and if you're new to this, Google who owns the United States national debt. 
Yep. It belongs to the Social Security Trust Fund. People got to understand that the government's running off something called full faith and credit. Um, the in God we trust is real trust. Yeah. Fiat currency is not lawful money. Gold and silver is lawful money. So we're living in a, in a credit system. That's part of the matrix. Part of the matrix is the paperwork game. Part of this accounting system that we're living in. And it's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been around this old law merchant. Yes, the law merchant. Um, dealing with certificates, the birth certificate. It ties back to uh, Roman law. Oh, yes. Yeah, canon the, law. It's in the Bible. It talks about the bond woman. It's a birth bond. But, you know, somebody else, you know, has that documented. So you got to create your own stuff and stop using everything that was given to you. We talked about that today, too, which is uh, patents of nativity. Yeah. um, Affidavits of birth. Yeah. Uh, What else did we? um, Family Bibles work for identity. Yeah, that's what everybody used used to use. You wrote it in your Bible and you took it to the county recorder's office and recorded it. Instead of what would Jesus do, we could say, what would the Amish do? Yeah. Yeah. Because they stay outside the scopes of the government. Yeah. What would the Jewish do? Yeah. They stay outside. They stay outside the scopes of the government. And their law, because when we were talking about our constitution, is outside the scopes of codes and statutes. Jewish law is outside the codes and statutes because they're still following the Torah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the Amish code is. Oh, yeah. I don't know where they get their law from. I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it. But at, but just like Jehovah Witnesses, they got their own. So uh, Freemasons. Oh, yeah. All these are just business structures. That's it. Private. Yeah. Yeah, it's not anything wrong. To the speak. Judges Association. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's in Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's traced back. Anytime you deposit money into a court, it, it, it gets you trace it back. Well, that's why you should use a check or a money order so you could trace it. No, oh, yeah. It gets deposited to the Judge Association in Puerto Rico. You bring this up in court, you get that case dismissed. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to talk about that. Put that they? under affidavit of truth. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people need to understand how the uh, courts and everything work. And uh, if they understood those. Full faith and credit, if they understood how that worked. Yeah. Yeah. They ask you, do you understand your charge? You're the one issuing the power every time. That's right. You never ask if this is a lawful judge. This is a court of record. We always say we understand. Signing plea bargains. Yeah. You make a plea. Plea means to beg. Yeah. Yeah, we don't understand the words that we're using. At all. None. That's what gets people in trouble because they don't understand right. the, the Right. That's words. on the record. They put it on the record. Yeah. The record is like their word is bond. If it's on the record, that's their, that's like their Bible. That's like their public Bible. Yeah. yeah their family lineage. Yeah, and see, the, I mean, the, how does the state know anything about you when you've never communicated? Vol- voluntarily. Yeah, you got to, you know, recording a DBA, doing business as. When you do that, you're you're letting the state know that your name is a business. That's it. So now you got a document. So if you had to go to court, you got at least one document that's, you know, recorded. Um, but you know, you could get a second one, go to a different state, get a second one. Cause you know, you're supposed to have two witnesses. So that gives you two witnesses that your name is a, a business. And since making your name a business and doing these things, you've been, you've come into a newfound credit. Yeah. Yeah. Tax credits. I'm talking about bank of America is offering you credit lines of credit. Oh yeah. Business credit, business credits. Okay. Oh yeah. It's a lot more than uh, when you go get business credit okay. than, than personal. Probably. I, I seen that American express card today. Yeah. It names a business. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get, uh, it's probably what, four to five times. Right. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So if you'd normally get a thousand dollars for personal credits, you know, you'll probably get 10,000 for business credit. And, uh, you know, you can utilize that to go out and start whatever type of business that you're operating. You know, you still have to be smart with it until you learn more about uh, you know, filing taxes and things like that to make sure you don't overextend yourself. You got to work your way up. It's baby steps. Okay. But you got to start somewhere. That's a good start. At least then you're filing your own taxes and stuff, and you, and somebody else is not having to do it for you. And people, anybody that's skeptical, because, you know— I'm. People have been skeptical. There's been a lot of um, 
Yeah. A lot of shade thrown, especially on my name, Don Kalam. So anybody that's skeptical, can you can you tell why why do you rock with Don Kalam? We'll be back after a quick break. There's no such thing to practice law. It's called a bar card or a British accredited registry card. Um, they take an oath to uphold um, rules to the crown, which is in Britain. So there's no such thing to license practice law. If you look up Abraham Lincoln, he was a he was a lawyer. He wasn't an attorney. So attorneys might have to be licensed, but there's no such thing as a licensed lawyer. Um, again, it's called a British credit registry. It's, it's part of a membership. Um, it's like a fraternity, like the Freemasons or any other private club or community that you'd be part of that you have to show your private membership. And this is what they do. Everybody go to OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's OnlyFans.com slash Don Kalam. That's D-O-N-K-I-L-A-M. You can subscribe there and get access to Don Kalam University at DonKalam.com. You can also follow me on the Instagram at D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Again, that's D-O-N underscore K-I-L-A-M. Much peace and love. Well, because you said that. You said from the beginning, you know, it's all about business. And um, so I just started to look at everything from the uh, like a structured business corporation or LLC. And it made me start to understand everything better. And when you say everybody that has a business or has the business mindset, they understand it better as well. They do. It's easier to. Your name's a business. Yes. If you have to prove who you are, then that's not you. Like before I cash a check, you know, we when we used to get paper checks, you have to prove. That that's you, right? You have yeah. To, I don't have to prove I'm Don Cologne. Yeah. Some people just send me the money. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to prove everything else. So that's when I looked at it like, uh, that's not me. Nah, man. I mean, it's a position. Yeah, it is. That's why, you know, you want to be a business. That's it. Out the gate. As soon as you're born, your name's a business. They're getting paid off it. The hospital's getting paid off it. As soon as you wake up, they're getting paid off your name. You turn you told me this, you turn on the light switch, the water faucet, you're getting charged. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're getting, your power don't shut off and cut off at a certain time and then come back on. You know, it stays on all night and something's drawing electricity, so you're constantly having to pay an expense. So, I mean, make those expenses a business expense. And then span the two weeks since you've been helping out since you've been helping me out, you've done about what sixty calls. Yeah, I think sixty or sixty-five. What seems to be the main the main concern? <laughs> the biggest thing is people changing their perception about the and how to make their name a business. What once they understand that, then they start to understand the estates, trusts, and it's LLCs. like invisible lines, invisible barriers. It is. You have to get past they that. They think first it's one. a lot, huh? Yeah, but because they're, but they're already operating. You're. People got to understand, you're already operating as a trustee for your name. Some of it's so simple because simple. we've been doing things that's difficult. It's hard to kind of go back and say, oh, that's all that went. That's all I had to do. So it's easy to overlook it because we've been running LLCs and corporations. Not to throw this for a left curveball or anything like this, but I literally explain this. If you understand voodoo, how they use dolls and it's supposed to make people do things in the real world. This is what they're doing with paper. Yeah. Yes. It's a like piece of paper. they're trying to, you're chasing shadows. That's really not even your real shadows The shadows that they're creating for you. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, at the end of the day, if you look at it, it's just a piece of paper. That's it. Yeah. All the words and stuff you may not understand that's on it, but it's still just a piece of paper. Conversation runs the nation. Yeah, it does. That's why we're here today to have some conversation. Yes, conversation runs the nation, man. Your word is your bond. You got to understand how powerful the word is. Your words can be your swords as well. It can, it can hurt you or it can hurt the other person. And that's all That's all court is. It's about the definition. That's all this matrix system is. Yeah. You they, know? They tell you a dog can't read, so you can't give a dog a, a, a utility bill. Yeah. You know? Yeah, give you a piece of paper and... Yeah, because of what's wrote on it, it, that piece of paper controls you. We play that position. It's like Monopoly, really. Yeah. A movie that explains it is Ted 2. You ever seen Ted 2? Yeah. The the bear is fighting to become a person. Oh, yeah. It's kind of what everybody's doing, fighting to become a business. Yeah, Silver War 2. So if you look up Silver War 2, 
Your name is in all capitalized letters. That's why Capitol Hill owns it. Yeah. It's own nothing, control everything. Anytime you say that name is you or you accept liability for the name, you're obligated to pay his debt. It's already a sole proprietorship that you're obligated to handle its affairs. Yeah. Without you just automatically being in this game, you're a sole prop by having a birth certificate, social security card, and an ID. And, and on the flip side, that's also an unincorporated association because these are considered three persons. Corporations considered a person. Twenty eight USC three thousand two subsection fourteen. Yeah. Then fifteen A means United States corporation. Oh yeah, it says it right in the codes. Everything is business. Yeah, but uh, you know I, I've showed that but to people before and they read it, but it doesn't really sink in. The government means the control. Meant means mine. So you are the government. Whatever you believe. Yeah. This is what people got. And I understand it doesn't sink in because, first of all, I think you need to have a connection with your higher power, your higher self. You need to know your divine purpose. Yeah. Why are you here? So you can start living in your purpose. Yeah. Because just... when you know your purpose, you'll have something to protect. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> then you'll that's your with... dream. That's protecting generational dreams yeah. right there. Yeah, you'll know what your vision is and what you want to do. Yeah, the people where you like, we the, where the people like vision, they perish. That's in the Bible. So if you don't know why you're waking up, you don't have any goals. What's the point in even trying to create anything? Especially if you're trying to run from something. I, I discourage those type of clients. Help me get out this court case, and they're running and they're panicking. You can never think clearly while you're panicking. Oh yeah, you know God is good all the time. Well, everybody. Uh has something that they like to do every day. And, you know, I don't really like to work inside all the time. I'd rather be outside. So, I mean, everybody uh, serves some type of purpose. That's why they're here. And they just have to figure figure out whatever that is and, and structure it around a business structure. And then they get to go and do what they like doing every day. Well, you're, you're becoming very popular, man. People, are, they can't wait to have brunch <laughs> with J-Babe, man. I know. Well, I've been saying that for years, you know. I've been a celebrity my whole life. It's just everybody else didn't know it yet. I didn't <laughs> ask for this. I didn't ask for the fame. I just asked for the donations. Yeah. <laughs> you got a way with words to draw people to you. Yeah, it just so happened, man. Well, people start hearing those things that are truth and then seeing it and starting to make changes. Then, uh, of course, they they believe in what you're telling them then. It's proof. So... There anything you want to, uh, how we established Gift of Guardians, how we came up with this? Uh, really, that was you, man. We decided we were going to try to structure Gift things. Gift of Guardians. I mean, so instead of a trustee, you could be a guardian. A lot of people don't know that. that's a different verbiage for a trust. It is. Yeah, you can be a guardian, you know. And and if you need a legal guardian if you don't have any parents, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So that's what it is. We're Gifted Guardians. If it's not a tax, it's a gift. And that's what's going on. So you got to learn that gifts can't be taxed. Yes. You know, that's what's going on in court. When you say you understand your charges, you're you're gifting things around. It's a gift unless you assess the tax. Um, so another way to look at this, you have to understand when you go into a bank, they say debit or credit. So debit is a subtraction. So when you're getting cash, that's a subtraction. Yeah. Or, or you're giving a credit. Yeah. So you got to learn how to assess these credits correctly. You know, and um, we do this with uh, 1099 OIDs and 1099 INTs. Oh, yeah. You know, the OID zero coupon bonds, and that's the same way with the bond, the coupon bonds as that's that's considered your bills of credit, your bills in the mail. They're considered zero coupon bonds as well. Yeah, these are really the it's really the way that we're supposed to be doing it, right? Same way with your mortgage. That was it's, it's something similar to the OID process would be the 1066. Yep. The um, mortgage investment conduit. Yeah, I'm not as familiar with it as you are with that one. Yeah, I just use it in a dispute letters, really. Yeah. I tell them to fill it out. And then I attach the form W-9 because I'm requesting the EIN information. And then when you understand the different types of money, you got the fiduciary money. Yep. So this is why when we do doing dispute letters, we're, we're talking to the fiduciaries directly, the chief financial officers. Oh, yeah, that's the ones to talk to. Right. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's the way that we should be doing these things. But, uh, you know, it seems like at times people think that there's uh, that they're doing something wrong until they go and start to read it for themselves. And then they start to realize, like, 
right? You know, this that's what it this is saying. Right, that's it. And then they start to realize it for themselves because everything that we've ever heard about, uh, like the IRS, um, everything we've always heard was bad. But right. in that gossip, right, that's gossip. So you know, with court and stuff like that, people don't want to go into court and have a court assume something about them. That's it. Um, Assumption. But we're here assuming something about them because we don't we hadn't set ourselves up well, properly well speaking of that that's a, a fact can't enter a courtroom so it is assumptions and presumptions that enter the courtroom that's right that enter the record until it's on the record yeah on or about this date or he appears the earth's billions of years old who decided it's this year you know oh yeah so, i mean so if depends on your jurisdiction if you establish something on the record uh, then they can't assume anything anymore, can they? That's it. So if you've got a, a DBA recorded, that's the state recognizing your name as a business. So now they can't assume that it's not a business anymore because you're at least starting to put something on the record. So uh, if you do end up in a court situation and stuff, you know, there's a separation between you and a, and a business. So, you can't be held personally responsible for it because it's all about businesses in there. That's it. Well, at the end of the day, my main um, suggestion for people is to learn this knowledge is to make sure they become part of a certain wealth group. There's private wealth groups out there. See the people that's actually out there in the wealth groups, not these gurus out here that's not actually doing anything, you know. Um, that's my main concern because there's a lot of talk out there. There's a lot of people just talking. And not actually doing. Um, learn how to research and do your due diligence and look people up. You know, when it comes to taxes, when it comes to obligations, and these things are on public record. These are public, public knowledge. Even same way with UCC ones. Everybody talk about the UCC one. This is not a um, freedom tool. I mean, you only control what you create. That's their that's their document. So it's not a freedom tool that doesn't actually make you free. That's evidence. Yeah, you know? a lot of times people get it's a financing statement. They file a document, and then they, you know, when I've talked to them, and they said, "Okay, I filed this," and I, I listen to them, and I say, "Well, now what?" Right. And and they say, "Yeah, now what?" I said, "Exactly." I said, "You know, if you understand it from a foundation and start to work your way up," I said, "Then it, the complicated stuff doesn't seem so complicated anymore because you know the basic stuff." And I said, "But you got to start with the basic stuff." And as soon as they seem to get started on that the sole proprietor, uh, it starts to make more sense for them. The name being the business. It is. It's just like that going back to the beginning. You know, that's what the Bible says in it, in the beginning. So you got to go back to the beginning when you first started dealing with money. You know, you didn't know anything about it. You just, you went into the bank and asked them for a bank account. And they asked you, they said, what, what kind of account do you want? And you said, I want to make everything personal right? instead and, of business. And you're using their forms and their documents instead of creating your own, your own banking resolutions, yeah. your own operating agreements and these things. Government can't interfere with a private contract. Yeah. Um, so one of the last things I do want to touch for sure is a lot of people ask about the medallion stamps or the uh, open up in a bank account with the treasury. What has been your experience with that? Um, you just open up your bank or your account with the TDA. A TDA account and then, Treasury Direct account. Yeah, you can do this online, correct? Yes, it takes about five minutes to do it. Just set up a regular trust account or unincorporated association. Yeah, and if whenever you do, if you got a question about something, just call them and ask them. And they'll answer it. And that's right, because they're not going to give you the account if you don't put the information on there. So, um, you know, if you got a question about something, call and ask people. If you're nice to them, then of course they're going to help you. Right. Because they want it. you to, you want the account. Their job is to help you get it, but you got to give them some information to get it. I want everybody to quit thinking that the government owes you. The government don't owe you anything. You no. owe it to yourself. Quit thinking the government's out to get you. They're not. <laughs> no, they're Nobody's right. out to get you. They're doing it right. Yeah, it's, they, they do what you tell them to do and the information you volunteer based on your understanding and beliefs in the system. Yeah. They're doing everything right and the people are doing everything wrong. Due to their programming and indoctrinations. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, uh, they need to go in there and 
start handling some of these things one step at a time and they'll start to learn right. how things actually operate and they'll say they were right that they, they are doing it right i was doing it wrong that, that that's the importance of why you should always invest in a private education yeah yeah if you get around the right group of people and stuff you're going to start learning more of this information and then they're going to uh help you along the way the public sector is owned by the government. Simple as that. Yeah. And it's never in your favor. There's not a history book. There's not a religious book that ever said that the government was for the people or helped the people. No, it was by the people. So the people. By the people. That's it. So, so, so just like I spoke on the, uh, you know, we're not, we don't, we're, we're not for any type of group or anything like this. I'm just speaking on it. We know that the Jewish have private schools. Yeah. We know that um, the Amish have their own type of schooling, their own type of healthcare system. Oh yeah, yeah, they do. And then in these communities, thrive. Yeah, they do. So you can structure yourself, you know, however, you, however you want to. I mean, that's the way the, pri- the 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 private sector. Yeah, the public sector is owned by the government. Yeah, it's like the Amish. You know, they structure themselves privately, so they do their own thing, and nobody bothers them. And, and you can look up one of the forms. It's a form forty twenty nine. Yep. And then the IRS form forty three sixty one. Yeah, these are the forms they use, and they travel without identification. Yeah, They're able to go to Mexico and Canada with no passports. Yeah, we just assume that we have to do these other things, right? Um, because we didn't know there were other options available, and you know, a lot of people now are just learning the different options available that the way they can set themselves up. Um, and people think, I know at times people probably think that they're doing something a little sketchy, but you're not. Now, if you're out there doing something wrong, you're going to get in trouble for it one way or the other. So if you're not doing it for those purposes, then you don't really have to, to worry about anything because you're trying to learn how to operate properly. Right. That's a million dollars worth of game right there. Well, you can follow us, right? You can go to gifted-guardians.org, gifted-guardians.org. Um, that's it's still in the works right now. It's under construction, but you can go. We got a, a event November 11th. You can go on the website and sign up for it. Now we will be having consults and calls coming up on gifted gardens.org. Or you can, you can find me on Instagram. D O N underscore K I L A M. That's Don underscore Kalam D O N underscore K I L A M on the Instagram. How can we find you, man? Right now it's just uh gifted guardians. Uh, of course, we're going to be adding more stuff to the website and try to make it uh, more diversified for everybody. So uh, maybe a simpler way to follow information that they're trying to get and uh, have more things for them to choose from. And, of course, I'm sure you're going to be writing some more books here yeah, in the future. we got books coming out. Um, we have the event coming out. Uh, we're working on membership, different tiers. Oh, yeah. We, we're, we're under the works. But just look, just be looking out for all of our pages, whether it's Chief Amir Nolan Xander, we're all on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You know, Jason's on Instagram. Just search Jason Mabe. It's Mabe Jason, right, on Instagram. So just look us up. But giftedguardians at gmail.com. You can always email us there, too. Giftedguardians at gmail.com. Mr. Mabe right here, Jason, he loves talking to you guys. He loves doing coaching calls. We're looking to have Nolan on the phone soon as well. You know, I'm the more I help out with the paperwork. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. And what what would you say your expertise is? Um, I don't know. I guess trying to make people or helping people to understand what they're doing. Yeah, the, from the very beginning. Yeah, I would say that you can bring them. You can bring people that can't see. You can make them see. Chief Amir, he handles private contracts. He's good with the spirituality aspect. He understands the tribal jurisdictions and religious jurisdictions. Oh yeah, he understands those things. And really what would well. you say about Nolan? What's his expertise? Uh, Nolan just wants to get in there and help wherever he can. But he has trust. He has foreign trust. Yeah, he he really does. I mean, because he understands a lot of different things too. So, um, you you don't realize what all he knows until after you start to talk to him, and then you hear somebody ask him a different type of question, and it's like, oh, right, he's very adept. Talking about about what, that too. Well, Chief Amir and Nolan both were they have military experience. Oh yeah, so and, and Nolan was very high ranking. Yeah, Nolan's very detailed with a lot of his yeah. paperwork and things like Intelligence that. Intelligence officer, you said yes. Yes, and if you give him a task, it's like, you know, he's going to show up 15 minutes early. So we got a strong, promising team. We got an event tomorrow in Atlanta. We're 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 continuing traveling. We're going to be in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, doing a podcast, doing events. 
So we're traveling, coming to a city near you. I've already been traveling. I've been doing this since 2018, coming to the public. But I'm looking to go more private. I'm working on movies, working on music. Music is really taking off right now. feels great, man. Um, like he said, he's always said he's been a celebrity. I always want to do music. It's taking off. We're redoing, we're remaking a famous movie right now. We're going to start doing that in um, December. But it feels good. Celebrities are reaching out. Oh, yeah. They're backing us. You've worked with celebrities since rocking with Don Kalam. How's yeah. that feel, man? It was neat, man. I got to talk to a, a few different ones. You talked so. to one today. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So that was amazing, man. I told him to get me on this podcast. Oh, yeah. That's He's right. He's playing golf, man. <laughs> so we need some more advertisement. But we're definitely tied in into a, um, a private network um, of multimillionaires, um, some celebrities. And some of the most wealthiest people are not celebrities, you know. I got a, uh, one of my private members. He's worth $15 million in oh, Arizona. Yeah. He's not a celebrity whatsoever. Yeah, there's a lot of people that you don't realize that you just normal everyday people that you right. don't realize. That. You won't even know. You just look at them. They wear regular clothes, T-shirts, multimillionaires. Yeah. Powerful people, man. Oh, yeah. So it's 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 been great. It's been a, a newfound experience going through this. I appreciate everybody that's been rocking with Don Colomb since day one. Um, and I'm... The, the next step then is no, is Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, that's just what a couple of weeks away now. Yeah, November 11th, we're in Atlanta, Georgia. So there's still some tickets left. Come have brunch with us. There's a few VIP tickets left. We're doing the next day brunch. Um, come learn the game, man. You want to get around like minds and see what they're doing and seeing what's working for them. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's it. With that amount, man, if you got any last words. I think that's it, man. Go to gifted-guardians.org. That's gifted-guardians.org. Tap in now and understand that prosperity is truly your divine birthright. So protect them generational dreams with the gift of guardians. Peace and love. Much peace and love. It's your boy, Don Kalam, and I'm out. Are you ready to unlock the secrets of commerce and build an empire that lasts for generations? Look no further. Introducing Million Dollars Worth of Game by Don Kalam, your official guide to the private and public side of commerce. In this groundbreaking book, Don Kalam reveals the strategies and insider knowledge you need to create and protect your wealth. Learn how to navigate the intricate world of commerce, master the art of building an empire, and secure a lasting legacy for your family. Get your hands on million dollars worth of game today and embark on a transformative journey toward financial abundance. Don't miss out on the opportunity to build your empire and secure a prosperous future for generations to come. Get ready to conquer the world of commerce. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam, your ultimate guide to building an empire and leaving a legacy. Million dollars worth of game by Don Kalam. Available now. Get your copy and start your journey to generational wealth.